0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. I'm Kate Bendel from Sober Yoga. I struggled with drinking for years until I discovered yoga. Join me every second Tuesday at ten thirty as we explore yoga as a tool for overcoming addiction. My passion is to share that there is a way out of the alcohol trap that doesn't require you to identify as powerless or even as an alcoholic. Sober Yoga fortnightly on tuesdays at ten thirty on or fm and podcast from oir.org.nz okay thank you and good morning welcome to sober yoga with kate bendel i'm your host on this morning show and thank you for joining me so this show where we talk about the interface of yoga and alcohol is for people who are currently questioning or struggling with their relationship to alcohol. And that can cover a really wide range of people. It's it's a continuum, really. And we have on one end, yes, the classic idea of the person on a park bench with a paper bag. But we also have at the other end, Far, far more frequent occurrence of somebody who is on the outside has their life together, has a job, um, perhaps has a family if they're at that stage of their life, or they're functioning as a student. Um, they they look like they have a perfectly functioning even happy successful life and yet behind closed doors and in secret usually there can be a private battle quite a despairing battle going on of knowing that you've crossed some kind of line and are no longer in control of what you're drinking or how often you're drinking and unfortunately there's still a lot of social stigma and a lot of shame around this issue so what tends to happen is that we don't get help we don't get the support we need because we feel embarrassed we feel frightened and depending on the community we live in often people will judge Or, even worse, in a bit of New Zealand drinking culture, people can almost try and talk you out of the fact that you think you've got a problem and brush it off and say, no, 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 you'll be right. Um, And that can happen for many reasons. So this show is speaking and hopefully helpful to anyone who is somewhere on that continuum. And my story, very, very briefly, is that despite coming from a loving, caring home and despite on the outside looking like I had a pretty good life going on, by the time I was 18 years old, I was in serious trouble with alcohol. I had gone to an AA meeting at that stage and it seemed to be a room full of old people and I thought there was nothing there for me. By the time I was 21, I was in residential rehab for alcohol, and I spent the next 10 years of my life in this quite gruelling process of trying to control or stop drinking. And there is a happy end to the story. Um, When I was about 32, I discovered how to use the tools of yoga and probably with also the 12-step program and some other tools I'd picked up in life and eventually got so- sober and stayed sober easily and happily actually and that's quite some time ago now like over a decade um, so this program, the story is about how there's not one answer which is kind of frustrating I know For a lot of us, when we are struggling with alcohol, it can feel desperate. There's nothing worse than being out of control. There's nothing more defeating than making a commitment and a promise to yourself and yet to turn around and break it. I know for most of us who struggle with alcohol, the first thing we try to do when we realise something's not right is that we try to change what we're drinking we try and cut down we put different rules in place because we desperately want to regain control it's a horrible feeling being out of control and for most of us also if we've stepped into problematic drinking we're also really reliant on it it is fulfilling some kind of function for us in our life and we are more attached to it than perhaps somebody who has no problem with alcohol. They, they probably never get to the point that they even need to try and change it or control it. So this can often be an exhaustive, long process where often we don't succeed. Some people do. I must say I've worked in this field for many years and sometimes there are some some people who manage to reel their drinking back in from being a problem into, I guess, what you call social drinking or safe drinking, what I see far more often and what my experience was is that actually it's never an option to drink socially or normally and that once you get to that acceptance and that point that actually alcohol's not for me in this life, then you can start the process of moving on and actually getting a better life. And one of the amazing things about this issue with alcohol and probably any other addiction as well, there isn't a magic cure. We can't sit in front of our doctor or a psychiatrist or an AA meeting. There's nowhere we can go and that the person can look at us and say, ah, well, all you need to do is take this medicine for six weeks or all you need to do is take this pill for a month. There is no external cure for addiction. I know there's a couple of medications out there that we do use um, that sometimes can reduce the cravings a little bit, and there's also pills we can take, which if you do drink on them, they make you seriously, seriously ill. Um, I do know that I speak from experience. I did drink on those once a long time ago. But basically... It is one of these situations that whether we like it or not, the answer lies within. And sometimes initially that feels like really bad news. It's like we want to be rid of this problem. We want the solution. We want somebody to sort it out for us so we can go back to normal, in which we often think is normal drinking. So this is, I would say, the, the, the beauty of an alcohol addiction. Even though it may not seem like it initially, the beauty of it is, is it is it forces us to begin to do some deep inner work. And it is through the process of that deep inner work that we can come to our own solution. And so this is where I found yoga to be the most helpful process. Certainly for some people, psychotherapy or counseling, um, the support of 12-step fellowships can certainly help. But what I found with yoga is that yoga, the process of yoga is about unpacking the suffering of the human condition. So yoga is way, way more than what we have come to think of it in the West. It's not just body postures. That is a tiny aspect of a vast and ancient philosophy. And the, the essence of that philosophy, it is seeking a way that we can understand ourselves. We can understand the human condition understand the human condition in relation to the greater universe, to the divine, and find out what are the obstacles that we are facing in our life that are stopping us from experiencing ourselves as our true deepest self. And so that philosophy works so well for addiction. It works for other people as well if we are facing an alcohol addiction, that the entire philosophy of yoga is a process that can help us start to ease our suffering. So one of the main things that yoga helps with, if you're getting the right yoga teaching and not just going to an exercise class, is yoga has at its core this philosophy that, we already have within us you have within you right now every single thing you need to be peaceful to be happy and to be free it is your inner divine nature And in yoga, there's many words for it, as in in many other philosophies and religions, but the the word, one of the words that yoga uses is purusha, and this is this eternal part of you that is all-knowing, is all blissful, and it isn't affected by the material world. And so you also, obviously, have another aspect to yourself. And in yoga, this other part of yourself is called prakriti. And it is the part of you that is involved in the material world. And it's always changing. It, it includes your body. And yoga sees the body not just as this physical muscle and bone breathing body that you've got, but there's other layers to your body as well, like an energy body. Also, the other parts of yourself, like your mind. And the, the way that you're engaging in the world right now in this present world, that is constantly changing and it's made up of, it's very complicated and I can't explain it all on one radio show. But one of the major things that drives that part of ourselves are patterns and habits. If you think about it, if you think about what you did today and what you're going to do tomorrow, and what you did last week, a lot of it is the same. We are driven by patterns. That's how humans kind of function. And some of them are really positive patterns and help us in our life, and some of them are very negative patterns. So addiction is one of those things. It's a pattern that is held in that sort of, we could say, the outer part of ourselves and there is this inner light this inner part of ourselves this purusha that is untouched by those patterns and so the process of of yoga broadly very broadly speaking the process of yoga is to find a way to connect with that inner light with that eternal part of yourself And so when we can do this, when we're in addiction and struggling with alcohol, it's like there's this coming home to a stable, illuminated, intelligent, wise part of ourselves that is connected to a higher part of ourselves that is untouched by our addiction. Because sometimes when we are in the throes of addiction, it can feel like we're completely overwhelmed, and that we are lost, and this thing is driving us. And I found with yoga, through the process of yoga, being able to connect with my deeper self was such a relief. It started slowly over time to give me a different experience of who I really was. And I wasn't this person that was turning to drink again and again and unable to stop and yoga is a long process There's, it it makes no promises to fix you after one class like the the yoga tanjali yoga sutras which are the sacred shastas behind the yoga philosophy they do actually say it needs to be repeated time and time again and we need to do a practice over a a period of time until we can ex- start really deeply experiencing the benefits. For those of us who have addiction, again, this is good news rather than bad news. It's like our life when we ha- are in addiction has gone well out of balance. It's not just that we are drinking more than we want or more often that we, than we want. Usually, our we have affected ourselves negatively on an emotional level um, spiritually we're usually disconnected physically we can be starting to do ourselves some harm and often in our lives our relationships with people will start to suffer at some point so the practice of yoga is a holistic practice if you're unfortunate enough that you're just doing yoga that's just like purely like exercise, like Pilates, keep looking until you can find a yoga that's more comprehensive than that. Because yoga, properly taught, will and does positively influence all the aspects and all the layers of your life. And one of the profound and helpful things that a good yoga practice can do Is the first thing it can do is to start to bring some stability into the system. Like when we are dealing with um, an addiction, by its very nature, of how disturbing it is to us, like you probably know what I'm talking about if you've had to deal with this, like the the doing things that you're deeply ashamed of, the waking up at two o'clock in the morning full of dread. Um, the, the, the feeling of being out of control basically we are, our system is really unstable we're, we're out of alignment and by alignment what I mean in yoga is if you say what you think and you do what you say like all of those three things are in alignment That and you're being honest and truthful in your life there's a stability that comes with that So when you're struggling with addiction, you're not in alignment. The very nature of it forces all of us, I would say. For years of working with people, one of the greatest sadnesses is that often we're not being honest. We're not being honest with other people in our lives and we're not being honest with ourselves. So yoga can be a step a slow but steady step on learning to rebuild that relationship with ourself that is based on stability. And, and it's because yoga works on the mind, it works on the breath it works on the body. Initially we are working on those outer layers, like the gross layers of, of the being. And we're getting our nervous system and our body and our breath just to calm down a little bit and to settle because if we're gonna start facing some deep inner issues, we need to feel stable. But inner work is not necessarily easy and yoga doesn't pretend that it's easy. And it takes, it takes some courage and it takes some support and it takes stability. So the first stages of yoga are about building stability and building the capacity that we all have, but sometimes um, we haven't developed it very much, building the capacity to sit with what feels unpleasant or uncomfortable. Often, and it's a wee bit of a generalisation, but often for those of us who have used alcohol, we've used it to avoid feeling negative things we've used it to avoid feeling stress we've used it to avoid feeling pain or suffering there is quite a strong link between people who've had trauma in the past and who now abuse alcohol so we've kind of don't quite know how to sit with things that don't feel good we want to numb them out or or kind of make everything not so harsh So yoga is the perfect process. It is one of the parts of yoga is that we learn just to be. And I think it's human nature. Nobody really likes sitting with those feelings of stress or anxiety or anger. They're unpleasant. And so people develop all sorts of ways to escape or avoid dealing with the truth of how they feel. And if you're listening to the show, probably you've develop alcohol as one of the ways of avoidance so yoga is a way to gently safely with support learn what does it feel like in my body and it's a very empowering process I think that's the other thing that I think yoga is so wonderful for dealing with an addiction is because nobody's fixing you nobody else is making it better you have to learn how to do this for yourself and for somebody who's being out of control it is very rewarding to slowly learn how to regain and master your own inner world and this is what yoga offers so many tools to help us to do and of the other things that yoga is quite helpful in doing as well is to look broadly across your life in terms of building stability yoga goes beyond what you're just doing in your class Um, like yoga has these two aspects to it called ahara and vihara so ahara is about your food and vihara is about your lifestyle so often A good place to start is if we want things to be stable so we can start doing some inner work, it's just to have a really good look at actually what am I eating? And yoga promotes obviously a whole food, mostly plant-based diet. Not strictly, I must say. Um, There are exceptions and sometimes in Ayurveda there might be times or places that um, a small amount of animal products could uh, meat to be eaten but it does promote what's called a supplement diet and a supplement diet is based on whole grains and fruits and vegetables and it's avoiding all the excesses because any excess is going to be unbalancing so sometimes before people can even contemplate altering their drinking or even ready to make that change a simpler, easier place to start is just to start gently adjusting the diet so that it is nourishing and supporting. And another way that uh, yoga can also support is looking at your lifestyle. And again, yoga is always about promoting what is wholesome and what is healthy and often turns to nature for guidance on that. And so that's simple things that looking about your wake-sleep cycle, um, what kind of activities, how you're feeding your senses, are you watching rubbish on Netflix all day, and just other ways that you can start purifying and stabilizing yourself. And sometimes for people doing that first can then put them in a better frame of mind that they can begin to look at the alcohol issue in their life. It's not straightforward, and I know it's confusing in this day and age because there's so many types of yoga on offer. So, if you uh, have done yoga before and gave up because it wasn't didn't seem right for you, I would say keep looking. Um, sometimes you can find good ones online, and a way to know if it's good. Is it good yoga? Is Surely you need to feel better at the end of the class than you did at the start. And also, do you feel positive? Do you feel a connection, mainly initially to yourself? But over time, if you're going to go into deep yoga, you want to feel a connection with the teacher as well. It's based on relationship. It doesn't mean that they're your guru or you have to divulge your deep personal self, but you want to feel safe, you want to feel seen, uh, and you want to feel that you're held in some energy of calmness and care. So luckily for people in Dunedin, I would say we have a beautiful new studio that's um, opened. Well, it's actually an old studio that's been redone. And there, I teach there, and, and along with a team of another four, five, no, six other teachers, and it's called New Yoga. So that's in, and the website is innewyoga.nz. And I, it specialises in rest, and all the classes there are what I would call like a comprehensive yoga class. You're not there to be an athlete. No one's going to teach you how to stand on your head. It's about learning this process of connecting with yourself, of bringing your breath and your body and your mind all into harmony in the hope that eventually the mind quietens and you just get to be with your deeper self, that eternal light that is there anyway in all of us. So I would recommend if you're listening to this and you haven't found the right yoga for you, please come along on the timetable. You can see who's teaching. I'm there a few times a week. But I would also say all the teachers up there are authentic and honest and deeply caring. So as always, if there's other topics you want me to cover, please connect to me, my personal website is katebendel.org. that's org, and you can reach out to me through there and the same working one on one with people who have alcohol issues so thank you for spending the time listening and we will be back together again in a couple of weeks until then, stay safe and just give yourself the luxury of just being with your breath, even if you wouldn't even call it yoga. Just one breath in and one breath out. Just taking mini breaks with your breath can do a lot just to help us feel peaceful and help just keep the nervous system relaxed. I'm Kate Bendel from Sober Yoga. I struggled with drinking for years until I discovered yoga. Join me every second Tuesday at 10.30 as we explore yoga as a tool for overcoming addiction. My passion is to share that there is a way out of the alcohol trap that doesn't require you to identify as powerless or even as an alcoholic. Sober Yoga, fortnightly on Tuesdays at 10.30 on ORFM and podcast from oir.org.nz.